Radio, Kansas City's talk show for throttle junkies, motorheads, and anyone who loves rocking the driver's seat. From barn fresh to concour ready, Road Muscle Radio parks the latest news, the greatest views, and the biggest names in rolling thunder right in your ears. Let's welcome your show hosts, a freelance automotive journalist, senior auction analyst for Sports Car Market Magazine and American Car Collector Magazine, writer and editor of ReadTheDriven.com, and owner of a sweet 1960 Corvette and a smoking 61 Impala, Brett Hatfield, and 30-plus year radio veteran, author, playwright, lousy karaoke singer, and lover of fat and freaky American classic cars, Mark Catfish Groves. Let's put the pedal to the metal. Road Muscle Radio is on the air. It's another edition of Road Muscle Radio. I am Catfish Groves. I am Brett Hatfield. And we are so happy to be here with you. We had such fun over the past week uh, with with news that's coming up, with cool things that are happening in the car world. And we, I threatened to take you someplace and get you sweaty and, we, and sunburnt. And we had job done. Job Mission done. accomplished. Uh, we went out a, a weekend or so ago and went to what's called the Old Murray River Run or Old Murray River Run. It's in Ottawa, Kansas, about 30, 35 minutes south of Kansas City on I-35. And, and Brett, thank you. Hey, that was a great show. Uh, I'd, I'd heard from everybody how big this year was going to be. I wanted to make sure we caught it. We loaded up in the uh, 63 Impala ragtop. Yeah. That was a fun ride, You too. know, I, I have to tell you, I don't remember the last time I was in a convertible. Well, you can't I say that now. I, well, okay. <laughs> yeah. But uh, the la- I, before that, I, I couldn't tell you. you and it was cool. You wonder why more people don't have them. It was, it, and it was a warm day. It was yeah. warm. But nice drive down there, top down. You could, it just, I, I dig it. It was too much fun. Oh, and waving to other people on I-35 oh, because yeah. there is just a line of kick, kick butt cars. Uh, behind us, uh, taking the exit and heading over to get registered. Well, you, you, so cool. You sure knew where you were going. You just had to follow all the cool cars that were running yeah, south. We pull up and I'm like, oh my God, I want that. Oh, there's a 65 convertible. Oh, I want. Uh, and that was just at the registration place. That wasn't even. We didn't even, even know what park. we were in for. Over 2,300 entries at this show. Every one of them was made before 1972. And here was, I don't know if I'm real surprised by this or not so surprised by this. Very little foreign stuff. Uh, what foreign stuff was there? There were some Volkswagens, some Jaguars, and some Triumphs, but not a yeah. lot else. And I think there was an MG or two, like a really early MG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and that was it. It was all kind of Euro cars that yeah. were, that were uh, a foreign appeal. Well, and I'm, I was surprised we didn't see some uh, early uh, Japanese stuff. Uh, 240s uh, could have made it in. Oh, yeah. And, you know, Datsun made that little 1600 convertible. Oh, the and there were yeah, some yeah. early Hondas and stuff. But there really wasn't much of any of that down there. But lots and lots of American muscle. Oh, it, that was gorgeous. American muscle, American cruisers, American classics. Even a, uh, and a, that was a, a, a more recent build, uh, Auburn. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. that was beautiful. I, I I didn't get a chance to talk to the guy in the yellow Auburn 851 Boattail Speedster, I'm going to assume, replica because there, it wasn't an original. It just can't be. It was so beautiful. But I'll bet you it was one of those Glenn Preys. <laughs> yeah. And and that's a guy Oklahoma. we still have to get the, the his son on the show. I've been Glenn, trying to are find you him. listening? We want you. Doug Prey, Dr. Doug Prey, if you're listening, we'd love to talk to you. Uh, best car in the show. 
Oh, dude, that is so hard. There, it, it's kind of funny. I, 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 I can't say best because I don't think I'm a judge of that, but my favorite, favorite, favorite car on the show. My favorite car actually happened as we were leaving. We'd stop to get some gas and to oh, get ourselves yeah. some drinks and stuff. And we're at a, a little convenience store and we pull in. And there is the most insanely beautiful 1970 Cadillac Eldorado. Slickest Eldo I think there. we've I've ever seen. I've never seen one like that. The guy, we ended up talking to him, and I didn't have any paper or pen with me at the time because I would have written down his name so I could remember his name. Nicest guy. He was one of the five people who established, uh, started the Old Murray River Run. This is like the 32nd annual, and he was there at the beginning with four other buddies drinking beers going, we ought to do a car show in the park. Nicest guy ever. 70 Eldorado that had a 67 front end that just has those, those kicking, you know, covered headlights. The hidden headlights. So it's just this mean grill and he stripped it of every, everything that could mar a, uh, a smooth He did a finish. fantastic job of smoothing that car and took a lot of the trim off the sides. Oh yeah. And it just looked slick. You no know, door handles, the back end and everything was just smooth and it was, it was kind of a silver gray. Yeah. With, and black interior. With, with maybe a touch of pearl to it. It oh, really looked good. That was an amazing vehicle. What was yours? Oh, uh, I liked the uh, the Mopar that we got cornered talking to that gentleman about. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, that was really cool. That was a Charger 500. Yeah. And he had a massive Hemi in that thing. <laughs> Wasn't it it was 572 cubic inches of, oh, my God. And, uh, and it was all, well, it had been, you know, it had been fixed up, but a long time ago. It was so original. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Really neat car. And I believe it was for sale, wasn't it? Yeah, but. <laughs> Not my price range. We, we would have had to liquidate my 61 <laughs> to get there. It was going to take a ton. That thing was uh, really cool looking. I like that a lot. You know, uh, you know what? <laughs> pardon me. I'll put up some pictures of this on roadmuscleradio.com. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I, meant to, I meant to upload the pictures anyway, but there were so many. Well, I'll, I'll definitely put up the two of those because he was a super nice guy and so was the guy with the Eldorado. And we'll just put up our faves and, of the show. And I got a few that I need to give you too. Okay, real quick, weirdest thing you saw because there was lots of weird. Oh, d- there was lots of weird. There was cool weird, although this one, okay, the weirdest one that I thought, it was a truck, like a uh, 40s, 50s truck. Do you remember that kind of big one that mm-hmm. had that, I, I, what, a Chevy Caprice front end had, glued had, onto the front like of it? looked like he had an 84, 85 Caprice from the firewall forward. And they did not match. Mm, there no. Was, <laughs> original patina, and you can't see my air quotes. <laughs> oh, no. yeah. Hey, that's that's a guy who knew how to weld and not much else. Yeah, that was, too, that was hot glue and and fear. That thing was, was scary looking. <laughs> oh, my God. It was so ugly. And it rolled, baby. Yeah, it did. Uh, what was yours? Really liked the Econoline pickup. Surf sh- the that had the surf shop logo. Oh painted. yeah, what the, was it? Wanahakaluki. Yes, Wanahakaluki surf shop. <laughs> had a couple of uh, hard mounted surfboards in the back. Had the uh, beer keg that they were using for the gas tank. Had a clear plexiglass driver's seat in the, it. The seats were clear plexiglass. And instead of front wheels, had zoomy headers coming out the sides, and the front wheels extended out on a frame in front of the front bumper, about three and a half feet. That that uh, vehicle was actually an old Air Force base vehicle that would run parts and stuff around. I talked to the uh, the guy who owns it and to the guy, his brother, who did all almost all the mods on it. 
And they left, if you look inside at the dash, you can still see the stenciled on numbers and you can see where they were on this side. But they had put such crazy Waikiki, oh. you know, tiki bar paintings on this. Okay, we'll put these up too. Uh, you know, I didn't get a picture of the super and, ugly and the, truck. <laughs> and didn't the, didn't he say that they were going to line the interior with of that with bamboo? Yes, it's going to be a tiki bar theme on the inside. Yeah, and they had surfboards and a hams original metal hams cooler that held the battery. What I liked about that is that there was thought put into it. All the things work together. They may not have all been pretty in our no. in our eyeballs, but dude. But it's it's kind of funny how sometimes that creativity and genius and that madness go together hand in hand. And coincidentally, our guest, Corbin Goodwin tonight. Oh my god. This <laughs> he, guy he is the absolute epitome of that genius and madness rolled into one guy. Corbin Goodwin from YouTube. Look him up. He's amazing. We're going to talk to him next right here on Road Muscle Radio. And welcome back to Road Muscle Radio. We've got a fantastic guest with us. Corbin Goodwin is with us, who we've recently dubbed Dr. Frankencar. Uh, Corbin's notorious for taking uh, automobiles and turning them into things that they probably shouldn't be and uh, trolling people a little bit while they're at it. Corbin, welcome to the show. Thank you. Uh, thanks, uh, thanks for having me. Um Mark and I were talking about this before you came on, and we're kind of wondering what possessed you to think you could go out and build a car, your own car. My own car. Um, I mean, gosh, the first one was, uh, I don't want to say out of necessity, but it was kind of a, um, you know, in the very, very beginning, it was kind of the thought I had where I was looking at the the Factory 5 website, and I thought, man, those the Daytona coupes are pretty cool. Um, it'd be really cool to have one of those. And I thought, well, it's kind of expensive. You have to get a Mustang and all this. And so I thought, you know what? What if I could just find something kind of pointy, put like a Ford V <laughs> in it and, uh, you know, make a, a cut rate Daytona coupe. So that was the, you know, the, the pure of heart original intent. And then it just kind of, uh, things got real weird real quick. And where, uh, <laughs> and that, that something kind of pointy was a uh, first gen Mazda RX-7. Where'd you find it? I uh, found that on Craigslist for for three hundred fifty bucks. Yeah, I just got an um. Boy, after my own heart. <laughs> you two would get along famously. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, I love cruising the the bottom side of Craigslist, just going. Will I find it? Will I find the diamond in the rough? Will it be today? Exactly. Yeah. No, I was out in. Gosh, I don't even remember where. Somewhere in the Central Valley, there, kind of near Bakersfield, and uh, yeah, that was the, that was the cheapest part of the whole build. No kidding. <laughs> wow. And. Did I get this right? You were working at a pizza joint at the time. Yeah, yeah, no, I I, I was working at the pizza place for um yeah at that period and for a little longer after I think I got it done and uh, I was I was a pretty prototypical you know archetypical pizza guy. You should have seen me I had my, my long surfer hair, wearing a red hat, oversized white shirt, and uh, you know I was pretty good at uh, saying "Who's your dog, dude?" So, <laughs> was yeah, it one no, of the golf hats too, so that the top of your head stuck out? <laughs> 
No, it wasn't. It oh, wasn't oh, oh, oh. You missed out on sexy time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was slinging pizzas that helped me pay my way through college at a uh, pizza hut. And I'll tell you what, I made brown polyester shine, baby. <laughs> so, nice. Very nice. You're right in my ballpark. <laughs> so Yeah, no, it's a classic so, profession. So you 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 found a bargain basement RX seven and yeah. I'm assuming you drag this back home. Uh yeah. when you get there, do your what do your folks say? I mean, you know, if you if you had to put ten dollars on it, what do you think they would say? You're not parking that in my driveway. <laughs> yeah, that's not in my driveway. <laughs> yeah, you know, that was that was the uh that was their uh that was their sentiment, you know. God bless them. Um, they did. They did eventually allow me to park it in the driveway and work on it for a few years. I mean, you know, and it, it was a pretty good deal. Uh, all I had to endure was, you know, this is the worst idea ever. Uh, <laughs> you should sell that. You know, you should have sold that yesterday. Uh, you know, but but to their credit, they did not actually force me to slash kick me out of the house. So you know. And what becomes of the RX-7 once you got it in their driveway? Um, just slowly. Started tearing it apart and putting it back together. Um, you know, I had a 10A or the the 12A and an automatic and uh, a carb, and I just I don't know. I, I mean, we've been chewed up by rats, and there's really no part of it save for the um, you know the, the bits of metal that would worth anything. Uh, so just kind of kept pulling stuff out, and uh, yeah, figuring out where to go from there. So did you take the uh, was it the original engine that you just started tinkering and playing with, or did you replace? Did you drop it and put in a different? No, yeah. So I I took out the 12A and I I was kind of trying to figure out what to swap into it. And um, I don't remember if at the time an LS was actually I kind of I was I don't know if I actually really considered an LS motor, um, but I thought you know the Ford five liters have a lot of character <laughs> and they were sensibly cheaper. Um, you know, I Suspension think when you all what? said and done, a stock LS would have been <laughs> dollar per power about the same. Well, remember Catfish, how small those first-gen RX-7s were. Oh, yeah. My brother's first wife had one of those, and it after driving a 55 Plymouth, that was like driving a match car. Yeah. Uh, one of the bumper cars up the street. It was, oh, my God, it was fun. Well, and then imag- yeah. imagine gutting that original rotary out of there. <laughs> and dropping it. <laughs> and, and dropping it in something that was a hairy uh, knuckle dragger. Uh, <laughs> Now, what what? How did you come up with the idea for? What, is it a wooden uh, air vent to help drive air oh, the up front in the air, engine? The front air dam. The front yeah. air dam. Oh yeah, yeah. No, the air dam on that. Um, I actually made the rad holder out of um, like perforated angle iron too. Um, just bolted it. <laughs> I couldn't weld at that point, and uh, all I really had was a drill. I don't even had a drill press. I think I hand drilled everything and the vice <laughs> and you know a hammer. Um, so, uh, yeah, I found some planks of wood up in the garage, like in the rafters there of the garage. And I don't remember if I, that was just kind of, this is like an Amish hot rod. <laughs> yeah, yeah, kind of, yeah, sure. It was, no, I mean, that's, that's a good description. I, I'm pretty sure it was getting a little too warm. I wasn't getting quite the air through the rat I wanted. And I was thinking, man, I could just make a lip out of something, but it has to be light and it can't really break things if I bottom it out. So I'm like, I, I found it this old decrepit, like 1960s wood or whatever and uh yeah i just I, I bolted that onto the bottom and there you go it was uh nice and uh it's sexy uh, that's freaking awesome <laughs> i yeah. love it you know wood grain on the sides forget that just put it up at the front so it okay. gets air into the engine so we've got a mustang 50 <laughs> engine jammed in this thing we've got a wooden air splitter up front that's held on with what looked like angle iron and chicken wire yeah pretty much 
I was barbecue barbecue grill actually. Thicker is stiffer than stiffer than uh, your average chicken. This is now. brilliant. I love it. And that I've seen this thing. You know, I saw it in the in the uh, in the driven or the drive video that Matt Farah did. Uh, you get this done, and for anybody who uh, who hasn't seen it, go to YouTube, look up Drive Network, and look for the the one that's entitled Zero F's Given. Uh, we can't say the word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it is hysterical. How did Matt find you, or how did you find Matt? Oh, that's, a, that's actually a funny, not a funny story, but a very uh, coincidental, you know, I'm, I'm sure it probably seemed like I, I shot an email to, to the great Matt. I was like, hey, Matt Ferry, do you want to see my cool car? But actually, I was just driving it up in the canyon. Actually, I didn't want to go out that day. It was a Sunday, and that's, you know, when all the supercars go up in the hills there, and uh I had a friend come by and he's like, Hey man, let's, let's go out in the canyons. And I'm like, ah, I'm tired. It's Sunday. I just kind of want to lay around. Like, no man, come on, go to the canyons. He didn't actually sound like that. Um, <laughs> sure. You didn't Corbin. Sure. <laughs> just, just in case, you know, I don't want to no disrespect. Um, and yeah, so I was like, all right, fine, whatever. And so we go up in the canyons and I, I drive by, uh, an RS, brand new RS4, I think, or an RS5 or something, a red one up on uh, Payuma. And as I go around, I'm like, hey, that's that guy Matt Fair. I'm going to, you know, as I go by, and I was like, well, what are we up to? And I'm like, oh, I probably shouldn't bother. I mean, it works professional about that. But for, for reasons unknown, uh, I decided to turn around and go drive down. And when I get there, he's gone driving the car, but Zach Clapman, who now does one take, was hanging around. And I talked to Zach, and Zach's like, oh, this thing's cool. Uh, you know, do you want to be on our, um, we're doing new, I know originally they just typed it up on their website and then he later got back to me on the internet uh, and he said, Hey, do you want to be on our, our show tuned? It's, we talked about tuned cars. I'm like, Oh, would I ever? Oh, yeah, that's yeah. Cool. And uh, that's literally it. I just showed up and oh, before I went on there though, I put on the oil cooler, the uh, Volvo. <laughs> that's fantastic. We're here with a uh, Corbin Goodwin, uh homemade car madman. If you've seen any of the stuff he's done on YouTube or on Drive Network or on uh, Matt Farah's Smoking Tire, uh, he he just builds the most absurd stuff, and it's wonderful the way it works. Now, after the RX-7, uh, now you sold that car, it came back to you, and you sold it again? Yeah, it's kind of a strange story. The guy I sold it to is actually a venture capitalist up in the Bay, um, Pretty pretty strange how that worked. Um, he said, "Oh, I'll just send you a check in the mail and drive it up when you have the chance." And I'm like, "Okay, uh, <laughs> I guess I guess if I had taken the money and run, it would have been like him, you know, his <laughs> dropping his cheeseburger on the ground or something, you know, his worth of net worth." Um, yeah. So, can you tell I, I us how much he paid and, for um, it? I, I, I'm di- I'm dying to I'm know. I'm dying what curious. It for. Okay, how much was this check for? Uh, I think ninety five hundred is <gasps> holy crap. Really? Now, but the yeah. but that said, you got to remember yeah. if, if you you watch the uh, the clip on this car, carbon it it looks like a a fifteen hundred dollar car, and he says he's got thirteen <laughs> G's in parts in it. Oh uh, yeah, and okay, not including that. his time and yeah, labor, time labor and love. Which you yeah, know, exactly. uh, either energy you, drinks, uh, yeah. either you could put a price on, or maybe you shouldn't. <laughs> and uh, so. You sold it to the VC guy, and he yeah. gave you a pretty good chunk of change considering what you had in it. Yeah, yeah. And oh, then it comes back. It comes back to you. Well, yeah. So there's a kind of a strange second part to that story that I don't often tell. But he was actually 
I guess, planning to, um, offering to fund the next build, which is this Rolls Royce. I kind of told them about that. I said, oh, yeah, I want oh, to do cool. Rolls, this, that, and the other, and here, here's my idea for it. They said, oh, okay, well, well, I'd like to fund that build and build the, the Corbin Goodwin brand. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, didn't realize I was a brand now, but, uh, you know, funny how one, one can become a brand. Uh, yeah, and so he was planning to fund that, and that ended up kind of falling through for whatever reason. Um, and I think he kind of felt bad about it, and he wasn't probably wasn't driving the RX-7 that much. He uh, had a few other things to play with, and uh, so he said, oh, well, you know, I'm sorry about that. Take the car back and go sell it again and, uh, you know, to keep the money. So, yeah, gave the car back and uh, kept it with my friend Dave up in the Bay, who's the owner of the Jet Amino build. Uh, he's been oh. with my madness over the years. And, yeah, so Dave Dave actually helped sell the RX-7, and we split the cash, and, uh, yeah, that was, that was the end of that. Oh, that's fantastic. And in a minute, we're going to come back and talk about the Jet Amino. That thing is ridiculous. Uh, I told Catfish it looked like you probably would have had about as much traction in the back if you'd had a shopping cart 360-degree <laughs> wheel. <laughs> It, it, that thing is absurd. Yeah. It, it's a thrill-packed action ride from, <laughs> from start to 30. I, I'm, I'm guessing that thing would have you pucker in that sleeping bag material the entire time you were sitting in it. Uh, we'll, we'll be talking about that. Plus, we want to talk about some of your videos that aren't out yet because there's great stuff coming up for uh, Corbin Goodwin and his magic builds. That's all coming up next on Road Muscle Radio. back with Road Muscle Radio with your host, Brett Hatfield, freelance auto journalist, senior auction analyst for Sports Car Market Magazine and American Car Collector Magazine, writer and editor of ReadTheDriven.com. I am Mark Groves. I am a 30-year veteran of doing radio voodoo and a uh, bottom-feeding lover of the big, fat American classics. We have with us Corbin Goodwin. You've got to look this guy up on YouTube. Corbin Goodwin and the various vehicles that he has created, that he has resurrected from the weeds, from the ashes of cardom to oh bring them God. back to life as monstrous successes. If Frankenstein had owned a, a set of wrenches <laughs> okay. rather than Imagine. trying to dig people up. Give my V8 life! <laughs> when you got done with that RX-7 and you sold it and bought it, and, or sold it and got it back and sold it again... Uh, the buddy that you split the proceeds with, the two of you kind of, uh, well, you chopped up a Volkswagen Jetta. <laughs> yeah, we, we sure did. I mean, uh, yeah, you know, it's, it's one of those things where most people, you probably won't be able to convince to cut the roof, literally cut the roof off the car with a, uh, <laughs> you know, with an angle grinder, but some friends, you're susceptible, susceptible to that kind of suggestion. Uh, I, I'm, I'm wondering what the argument was you get, gave him. It'll be great. No, wait till you see it. Um, how did you convince him to do that? I mean, I mean, so I, I remember. So we worked at the same pizza place. That's how we met. Um, <laughs> and I was in the parking lot once. Yeah, must he was be delivering in the, the Jetta, And as I was walking back into the store, I kind of held my hand up in front of my face to kind of block out the the <laughs> roof part of the Jetta. And I thought, man, that thing would look pretty good. And he was kind of having a bad day, I think, or a bad a bad week or something. And I said, you know what, David. You know what would make you feel better? He said, what? I said, if you completely disregard what is acceptable by society, 
break the bonds that you're born into that tell you're not supposed to cut the roof off your car and just cut the roof off your car and make it into a pickup. And he's like, yeah, but you're right. That does sound like a good idea. So that's what we do. Oh, you started the revolution. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> and then we, we kind of turned into a... um like a self-deprecating car scene piece about the Volkswagen scene, which which the Volkswagen scene is great. They do all sorts of bizarro things. They're kind of their own, you know, world there. And so he said, yeah. what if we built something that was, you know, in that spirit, but kind of made fun of itself at the same time? It's not a VW yeah. thing. It's a VW it. Yeah. <laughs> v is not for victory. It's for Volkswagen. Now describe what you did to that thing, because there's, Front tires and there's rear tires that I don't understand. We, but we they're have, not even. We've got questions, Corbin. <laughs> so tell us how you modded it out. Yeah, Took off so the top. We, we, we kind of just tuned up the diesel motor to give it some some punch. I still got good mileage, so that was that was nice. Um, I raced a, a bullet Mustang once actually, and I kept up with it. So yeah, it was cool. Um, nice. Yeah, so we we put these big fat Corvette um, saw blades in the front because those were kind of common in the scene at the time, and. Uh, on the rears, we put two, they weren't spare tires. They were mounted to spare tire rims. They were from the Smart 4 too. And kind of our thought with that was that, is that you <laughs> could smart get to an autocross from a smart and it would just rotate. You know, you could get it around those cones, really chuck it in there and get it to spin around. They got tires from a smart car because they couldn't find a shopping cart out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we tried some few bicycle tires and then we just wouldn't quite work. <laughs> they were all a little on the sides. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, so we got these dinky, dinky tires on the back. And you know, obviously, yeah. front wheel drive. So you've got these Corvette tires on the front. And oh, else? don't don't forget! If you looked at that thing, they notched the front fenders because they were going to put flares on it, and the, <laughs> yeah. and they the flares were crappy. So you know, if if you don't have the right flares, you may as well go with canvas. <laughs> that was canvas. I- yeah, I, I think the canvas flares are maybe the single greatest like mod I've ever done. Honestly, um, this is just because it's, convertible fenders. Yeah. That's fantastic. <laughs> this yeah, can, it's very, very, very Wright Brothers. You know, very. Uh, oh yeah. I mean, you can make them any shape you wanted. You just cut a square out of it. Um, yeah, you keep the ends of the rod. You pound them flat. You run some self-tapping screws to the ends, and yeah, you could bend those things as big Nobody as Nobody ever taught this guy uh, what you should and shouldn't do. <laughs> no, there's no rules, man. <laughs> it's all art. Okay, so we've got we've got canvas flares, big honking tires in the front, dinky ones on the tiny bed. But wait, there's, there's more. more. <laughs> the interior. <laughs> oh my God, what happened there? No, Matt nailed this. He I'm absolutely I'm a lumberjack, did. and I'm okay. What the hell happened in that interior? I mean, David was was convinced that the I don't. I never really know if I. I'm not sure if this is true, but he was claiming, he's like, Corbin, look, the Volkswagen scene, they all do this like plaid. They love plaid. That's the thing. And I'm like, okay, David, well, if you want to plaid it up, you go right ahead, man. So, did you, know, you really make that out of Mark a, one. did you really make that out of a sleeping bag? It looked like a sleeping bag. <laughs> I couldn't tell you. He just showed up one day and I didn't, I didn't know if he went to the forest and there was some camper left there in their underwear or what. Like, I, I could not tell you what he did. I don't really want to know. For honest. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Quite honestly, it's a very handsome and masculine plaid interior uh, the, the ceiling the yeah, back it's flannel the whole thing. yeah it looks like it keeps you warm <laughs> oh it does I mean, yeah. so so we we have this truck i i'm really i'm seriously curious about that uh that rolls what oh, all yeah. happened with that yeah after the jet amino um after the jet amino yeah so the roll i mean i mean you, you're gonna have to even provide a more specific question because that's 
that there's a lot of scope on that project. <laughs> but, uh, I am um, looking at a picture of it. Uh, there are hoses sticking out of the fender, out of that front grill. Uh, God save what? It says friend. God save the EU. <laughs> This is a no-exit Brexit going on here. Uh, where did you find the car? And then, step by uh, step, what did you do to this thing? What possessed you to go after a Rolls-Royce? Uh, so, the Rolls, it's, it's funny how pizza delivery can do a lot to your life. Um, so, I was delivering pizzas one day. This is weird. This is the one I had the RX-7. I think right as I was selling it, or right after I sold it, and there was this Rolls-Royce for sale, and I stopped by it, and I'm like, man, what if you, like, slammed one and put some wheels? I'm like, what could you do with the Rolls? So, I stopped and checked out the suspension, and it's a pretty good design. I'm like, man, this actually isn't bad. Like, this is a, a reasonably modern suspension setup. Or, you know, you could work with this. Um, and so at the same time, and then I, I think I sold the RX-7 right after. And I, before physics class one day, I went on eBay and I found a Rolls. And I'm like, that looks good. So then I bought it now on eBay up in the Bay. Um, and then, yeah, when after I sold the RX-7, I, I went and bought the Rolls and drove that back down. And did a little switcheroony on that. Nice. Um, and then, uh, so then I found myself with the Rolls and I... I after the kind of funded portion fell apart, I said, what the hell should this be? And I, I kind of thought, I guess it should be a drift car. And I kind of <laughs> went that direction. I mean, <laughs> and it kind of turned into, I mean, to, to touch on the pipes, it kind of turned into this, uh, if you've ever seen buildings like the uh, Centre Pompidou in France, they're these, um, uh, oh gosh, the name's escaping me. It's basically when you take all the internal hidden components of the building, all the piping and all the plumbing and you, you, you make it external, right? You kind of show it, you oh, show the yeah. guts. I'm like, oh, it's deconstructionist. So I said, well, what if you did like a, a deconstructionist automobile? Uh, but it wasn't just for kicks. It's because really there's no space for the intercooler up there because the turbo is mounted right in front of the motor. So the radiator had to go in the trunk. The radiator <laughs> well, in the yeah. trunk was the easiest way to get lines to the trunk. You run them over the roof. And then where the intercooler <laughs> go? Well, I was going on the outside. So just run, cut a hole in the $1,200 grill. I had to watch like a bunch of Jay Leno before that and like, you know, cross myself a few times and, uh, you know, suppress the tears as I cut a hole in that. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so it became like a deconstructionist that's, sort, of, sort of art piece. Sort that's of, not know. frame reinforcement. That's your radiator hose going up over the top of. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a bit problematic because, you know, uh, it, it actually got on Jay Leno's garage and Jay tried to put his hand out the window and on the roof and it kind of burned him. And, you know, it's, oh. it's entertaining to burn famous celebrities, but it's not necessarily good for your career. So. Uh, you know, yeah, that's, that's, that's not going to propel you forward, but you might go a little sideways yeah. cool. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, so, uh, so it had a welded dip and it kind of turned into, yeah, this kind of sports GT role. It's kind of, you know, a few steps, maybe a few steps beyond what roles would have done from the factory. Maybe a lot of steps, maybe maybe a few miles. If so, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, if society ever devolves to Mad Max status, Corbin's going to be fine. What would be your dream car to do, Corbin? What would be the one that you're like, oh, oh my god, I would like to take this thing and just chop it into a da. I I really really want to do next a uh, a Ferrari. Um, I really want to take. I want to give my secrets. I've, I mentioned a few times, so I guess I'll mention. I really want to do a like a Ferrari three hundred eight, three twenty eight, something like that. Put a uh, three rotor in the back. And then wrap it one one scale with Manet's um, uh, water lilies, which is gorgeous, amazing. <laughs> and uh, put American pork thrust on it, like you know, nice five spokes on that, and uh, slam it down and then 80s it out. And I don't know. I mean, I'm sure it would get real weird real quick. But that's kind of it. Did it sounds like it is, buddy. It sounds like it is. So, what are some of the videos that you have uh, that you haven't been able to get to yet? We talked a little bit off air um, about stuff uh, that you've got coming up as as soon as you can find time between uh, delivering. Uh, pizzas and, and doing all this car work. 
Yes. I mean, I mean, right now I'm so busy with school trying to build a formula race car here for the team. Um, yeah, I have a, I've got a video of this little show I started doing called driveway build where we kind of showcase these, these driveway builds, these great cars yeah. that people, you know, spend a lot of years of their time doing. Um, this one has an, you guys know what Atasha cars are? I'm not familiar. No. no. So Atasha literally translates to terrible car. It's when you uh, take a Japanese car and you cover it with like anime characters. Oh, <laughs> God. <laughs> or specific anime. Yeah. Um, and so there's this guy, these two guys up in the bay and one did this Atasha RX-7. That was really fast. It was a hell of a car, really ripped. And so the guy, he did this like pure, clean, kind of squeaky, spotless, you know, absolute like modern art uh, 300ZX build. And so it was a great juxtaposition. So I filmed both of those and I, I want to try to get that episode out and, uh, yeah, I took a motorcycle around Europe and met some random weird European car dudes. Uh, so that was cool. There's this guy in Germany with the right-hand drive skyline. and He's telling me there's only five NSXs in the entire country of Germany, which is interesting. But um, <laughs> You've got so much cool stuff going oh, on. Awesome. We want to have you back. But before we let you go, we want to know what is your car for a night out? What are well, you yeah, going well, to We got to wrap this up. He's going on yeah, a date. He's going on a date. I want to know what you're taking. <laughs> Well, I have two choices. I either have my daily driver, which is a Saab 9.3. So if that's, that's if I want to tell her, hey, I'm kind of a weird dude, but like, you know, I'm, I'm probably got a decent architecture career coming up, but I'll probably take, uh, I just bought a Honda Beat from Japan. And so I just wanted to know that I'm really not compensating for anything. You know, <laughs> the car you could possibly take to a date. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> that's beautiful. And wear a pink shirt to show that you're not afraid. Oh, it's all good. It's fantastic. <laughs> Corbin, thank you very much. Thank you for having me, guys. Coming up next, we're going to be talking about where you can go to show your face and park your space with Road Muscle Radio. Stick around. back with road muscle radio brett hatfield catfish groves that that young man that there's a there's an intellect there and you're not really sure you want to see all of it at one time and you know what i part of what i really liked about him too is that he just kind of rolled with the punches because you got two old dudes just you know tagging and bagging on him yeah but he he just he just laughed and went right through it what a what a cool kid that guy is sharp yes he is he and he he also i don't think he gives a damn I would bet the stuff that he built, he built seriously, but he stepped back, and that's where the fun is, looking at the whole thing going, <laughs> Either that or he's Jekyll and hiding it all the way through, you know? <laughs> he's, half of them, he's building it seriously, and the other half is going, and let's do this. <laughs> so, Corbin, you're awesome, and I, I really look forward to having him on the show. Oh, yeah. Again, he's going to be a, yeah, that, a lot of fun. He's too much fun. Let's find out what's happening around our neck of the woods. Get it on the schedule for getting on the road. Check out these car events across Kansas City in Exit Lane Live. All right, I promise you this is the last time I'm going to hit this because it's this coming weekend. September 22nd, Kansas City, Missouri, the KCI Cruise Car Show at the KCI Ambassador Building, 12200 North Ambassador Drive. 3 to 8 p.m., lot opens at 2 o'clock, and the Menard Chevy Show TV series on Velocity Network will be filming on site. Proceeds to benefit Kansas City Combined Charities, www.kcircarshow.com or roadmuscleradio.com. 
Now, Sunday, September 30th, uh, there's an all-German car show. I think this is up your alley, oh, right? Oh, boy, yeah. 9 a.m. to noon, Stonegate Motor Plaza in Stillwell. We love Stonegate. Uh, whatever you've got that's German, take it, roll it up there. You'll be competing against other Kansas City Region Porsche Club of America members for best-in-class trophy trophies. My. So BMW, Mercedes, Audi, uh, bring it on out, and let, let, let's see who is the best. I might see if I can get that old Mercedes started. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Wow. Maybe. You win for starting it. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Uh, also at Stonegate, September 29th, the day before the all-German motor, uh, motor car show, uh, Cars and Coffee at Stonegate Motor Plaza, 7800 oh, West 207th Street from uh, 8 to 11. I thought you were going to go, but no, you're going to go sell books to the literate. <laughs> I'm going to go hang out with the car nerds. Uh, you know, man's got to do. <laughs> October 5th in Atchison, in Kansas. It's first Friday cruise night. Uh, it'll be at 8th and commercial. It's Halloween themed. Oh, cool. Yeah. go. Uh, if you arrive between 445 and 630 p.m., there'll be People's Choices Awards at 830. Wear a costume, bring a creepy car prop, hand out candy. Have fun, and we'll have more info for the phone number and contacts at Road Muscle Radio. You know, you bring up a Halloween-themed car show. I am uh, I I start thinking about a guest we're going to have here in a couple of weeks, a guy named Chris DeGancy. Yeah. Uh, he's a hearse collector. Oh, and also a, a very interesting sense of humor. Uh, October <laughs> 12th through the 14th. Hey, here's something else I'm going to be at. Lake Garnett, Kansas, it's the fifth annual Lake Garnett Grand Prix Revival. I managed to convince Sports Car Market to hire me to go down there and cover it so I can actually go to the races and get paid. That'll be cool. Oh, double tag. Uh, track event, autocross showcase, spectator rides, that's really neat. They do that after the race. You can uh, give a little donation to charity and get a ride in the race cars going Ooh, around the track. All the Grand Pick Prix your cars. favorite and do something for charity. And a tour and cruise honoring British sports and performance marks. Free admission and parking for spectators. For full event information, visit www.lggpr.org. There's a teen proactive driving school. Uh, oh. I, I know this is this is kind of outside oh. of the whole thing, but I think it's really cool. It's October 27th and 28th at the Kansas City, Kansas Speedway. Yes, but I have a teen who's learning to drive. Oh, boom. Here you go. It's free driver's training. It's four hours each day. You put down a deposit of $99, probably just to And I don't sure. have to be in the car? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? That's $99 of therapy right there. Excellent. Uh, applicants must register, carry a valid driver's license or permit to participate. One parent or guardian must be present. So, you know, bring a book and watch what happens. And they give free advanced driver training. So uh, that will, again, we'll put that all, all up on roadmuscleradio.com. Good thing oh, for the kids. That's absolutely fantastic. You know how many fingernails I won't chew off? <laughs> that's really cool. <laughs> October 20th, Shawnee, Kansas, ninth annual Special Olympics car show. I know we've talked about this a lot. We've hammered on this a lot. But it is for a great cause, and it's at a beautiful setting. Theater in the Park, 7710 Renner Road, uh, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., free to spectators. Advanced registration is $20. Daily event is $25. they are going to have a 50-50 raffle. For more in- information or to register, www.jcprd.com forward slash cars in the park or Road Muscle Radio. Now, I know we're hitting the cold season, and I'm not going to list these off, but, you know, it's the time when – you do really kind of don't want to drive your classic as much out in the weather or uh, it's just, it's just cold, but there are still 
things going oh, on. Oh, there's a lot of uh, the stuff. The KCAM, the Kansas City Automotive Museum, is really cool about it. There's a first and third Saturday of each month for uh, going for the coffee and donuts. Uh, there's Leewood, Kansas has cars, motorcycles, and coffee at the roastery every Sunday and so much more. We'll put it up on roadmuscleradio.com, but don't feel lonely because, uh, there are still all kinds of things going on, even in the coldest of months for the, we who love the cars. Let's find out what's going on in the news. Get your brain in gear for what's going on. Time for what's news on road muscle radio. Audi or Audi. 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 Yeah, I put up a uh, – you saw that uh, video I put on our Facebook page? Yes. Audi. Uh, <laughs> Audi's taking on Tesla and Jaguar with this new e-tron electronic vehicle. It's a $75,000 base price SUV. Uh, EV, the EV market is just 1% of new car sales, but they're banking on uh, that market growing as more – Charging stations go up. You know, sure. you, you can get the fuel. Well, then you might want more. They're e-tron SUVs powered by twin electric motors, front and rear, uh, 95 kilowatt hour lithium ion batteries. It's shaped like a regular SUV, like the Q8 SUV. Seating for five, 57 cubic speed, uh, feet of space, 4,000 pound towing capacity. With an electric. With an electric. I find that amazing. Now, that's really impressive. They won't tell anybody how many miles you get per charge uh, with a 4,000 pound trailer behind yeah, you. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> They're guessing around 200 miles or more with the charge, but it has a fast charger and an empty e-tron will hit 80% of battery capacity in 30 minutes. So that's not, really impressive. It's pretty cool for, that's, you know, an electric. They've come vehicle. an awful long way with that. Uh, looks like Amazon's going to get into the tire pedaling business and funny, we should have this as a news segment. Got the Impala from uh, good old dad. Oh, uh, yeah. And immediately had to put some new shoes on her. And oh, yeah. <laughs> went and looked on Amazon and they had them. Really? They had them. That's, oh I, they gosh. had them at a pretty decent price, too. I was very surprised. Um, here's one thing they won't be delivering with a drone, I don't think. It'd have to be a heck of a drone. <laughs> they say they've got, uh, you can get your tires installed on your car right at home or at a nearby shop. Now, that's, that's cool. That it, there's a, I think there's a premium on that for paying for the. Well, of course you got to pay to get tires put on anyway. But yeah, to be able to do it in your driveway. Well, can you imagine doing it at work? No, just anywhere. I mean, yeah. the, not having to go through the hassle of taking your car in and then either sitting in somebody's. You ever been to a tire store that didn't have a grubby waiting room in it? Yeah. Yeah, a, yeah. an oil thumbed <laughs> copy of some magazine. Is that coffee for or forty weight? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's the difference? It's been cooking just as long. <laughs> uh, and it says uh, forty to a hundred dollars, depending on how many tires you need, and it's performed at home or in the store. That would be very cool. Car world is going great, golden age, like uh, Mike Musto said on our last uh, our last show. Heck of a time to be a Fast, car guy. Furious and cool. Thank you for listening to Road Muscle Radio. I'm Catfish Groves. I'm Brett Hatfield, and we'll catch you next time on the road. <laughs>